When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where we're going to break down all things 90s sitcoms, as we always do. Ooh, that's um, a money you know, episode right there. Which really is just friends all the time, because that's the only 90s sitcom I know. Of course, that's not what we're going to do. We're here to break down Marvel. It is the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Uh, I'm Coach. I got with me today. Hey, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. And Josh at Kennedy. it again. Josh Kennedy from Facebook. Love that guy. Um... But let's jump in. We've got some news and stuff to cover. And then I think we're just going to have a little more free-flowing conversation today. Um, we're gonna, yeah, it's going to be an experiment this week. I'm actually pumped. No no top tens, nothing crazy. We've got a loose idea of things we might discuss yeah. and just kind of see where the conversation goes. I think it's interesting. But um, I do want to get a couple shout-outs out there. I got uh, the box office mom who I was out at dinner with today. Her name is Jackie Solberg. She's great. She does reviews here in Grand Rapids for all kinds of uh, movies. Does so she listen to our podcast? She's, she's listened to our podcast. So let's get her a shout out. Uh, hey, she good knows for you. Up. Shout uh, out to Jordan because I know that guy listens to every yeah, episode. Know, right? But let's let's jump right in. Uh, there's not a ton of news other than like the same news we've been getting, which is someone news in a Spider-Man movie, which like I feel like at this point it's just, you know, until Clint Eastwood is in the Spider-Man movie, I'm not really going to be surprised. I mean, um, anyone showing I up. good. I wouldn't put it against him. I could, I could see that as well. Yeah, it's just nonsense. But um, I, I, what I want to know though is what, what's going on? What are they? What is the movie even about? Do you, like, because I can't, I can't put the pieces together. Other than that, it just is multiverse stuff, and they're going to be different versions it's, of characters. I it. it it almost seems like it's going to be too big. That was one of the main problems that most everyone had with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3 is they tried to do too many villains and, you know, weird heroes and then the emo dancing that turned into a viral meme, which was pretty awesome. But during the movie, everyone thought it was cringe and then casting, you know, Eric Foreman as Venom didn't make any sense. So people hated that movie and like this this movie kind of like Seems like it's adding way too many characters for them to give one, give them their due, and two, make the story make sense. Like, I saw a pretty funny meme online where it was like, uh, Congrats to Tom Holland and Ezra Miller for getting cameo roles in their own movies. Yeah, which I know, is right? exactly what's happening in both of those movies. Like, they're just stacking more and more people on, and then the star of the show, he's just like, We don't need all this. <laughs> but hey. well, it, it makes me wonder if it's, is it just trying to be. Um, you know, the Miles Morales movie all over again. Well, Is that's it- exactly why they did. I think that that animated movie had it not been so popular and like successful, then they wouldn't have leaned into this. Like everybody's been, you know, chiming in like, oh man, they should do this for ever. Honestly, as soon as Tom Holland was cast, they're like, oh man, wouldn't it be cool to see this guy and this guy in the same movie? But Spider-Verse made it seem like a more realistic type of thing. Right. And now they're going to try and do it live action, and I just really hope it doesn't crash and burn. Yeah, it seems like it makes more sense in a cartoon. But, like, well, it, it's, that was the fun part about that movie is, like, the, it could do things that you can't do in live action, which right, a lot of people would argue yeah. CGI is, like, it's pretty high up there now, and you can have it be pretty close, but... It doesn't give you the same thing. Like the best thing about Into the Spider Verse was the fact that it looked like a comic book, right. and they had scenes and like the pow bang, stupid things like that popping up on the screen. Like 
that movie was great for what it was and trying to translate that to a live action, even though it's not the same movie, it's the same idea. And I mean, I, I'm going to support it. Obviously we're going to go watch it. I just, I, it makes me more nervous for a project than I've been in a while. Yeah. And Marvel, like, and that's the thing is Marvel continues to be able to pull it off. Um, of course. I, even back in, you know, infinity war was this idea of, could they do it in a way that made sense? And it did. And it chose to follow certain characters. Um, I imagine the Spider-Man movie is going to just sort of follow Tom Holland everywhere. Um, at least Black Panther got to say Mbombay. Mbombay. I don't know if he's going to be able to pull that off in this one. But ha, it's just it seems that craziness. Doctor Strange into the multiverse just seems like it's getting more and more out there. Um, I did see like a new little like official artwork that came out though had American American Chavez uh, in it. I don't think I saw that, but that's pretty sweet. cool. <laughs> yeah, it was literally nothing other than like here's four characters that we here's a concept art. Yeah, exactly. It's concept art, but uh, yeah, it's just Marvel going into the multiverse. I don't know. It in my head, it feels like yeah, but that's kind of like when the comic books that, that feels like those are the comics that no one really reads. Right. Yeah, but that's that's also kind of like Avengers. That was the whole idea of Avengers was taking all of the titles and putting them into the same book. But it right. worked it, then, it, but now it's 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 just it seems like there's gonna be too much going on. But yeah, once hey, you start adding different universes, but hopefully hopefully it lasts a little longer than the comic book run. From the way it, it sounds like DC sounds like they're from that what I've heard in them so far, it sounds like it's gonna work a lot better because there's two Batman <laughs> And like one flash, and he time jumps a little bit. It's yeah, not rocket science. And then now we got like three different types of Spider Mans, and every villain from each individual movie over the last twenty years. And it's like, geez, come on, guys, right? Okay, like I said, if anyone can pull it off, it's gonna be Marvel. They keep they keep doing it. So I'm not I'm not gonna be too worried until it comes out. Um, but this kind of does lead into what our our vague discussion is for the day, um, which is this idea of what the MCU is as this pop culture moment in icon, uh, much in the way that like there was a time that comic books were a big thing. Um, and they right. existed and, you know, the TV, the, you know, certain shows were these big things. Um, and it's so fascinating. It's like, even though right now in the moment, it feels like Marvel or star Wars are just the biggest things that could ever exist. Um, Friends felt the same way in the 90s. Yeah, Lord Um, of the Rings felt the same way in the early 2000s. Like, everybody's like just earth shaking stuff, and you can only like it, it just keeps happening. So, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, is Marvel just going to be another footnote that lasted a little longer, or do we think they're just going to keep this train rolling? Because right now, it doesn't look like they could fail. Yeah, and that's the, the that's the interesting part. Is Marvel now its own? thing its own genre its own extension that's going to be here for 30 40 years um and it'll just be like oh you remember the first 10 years of marvel and then like oh yeah you're like 24 through 27 were like great um is it going to be kind of like that long or is it going to be like there's just so much money in it and everybody seems to be satisfied besides like i guess from a creative standpoint some directors are off put but there's so much money behind it like every big thing in the past like the sopranos or friends or lord of the rings like the actors started wanting more money and they wanted to go branch off and do new things but a lot of the guys in marvel like they're fine with sticking around and even if you lose one or two you got four new ones that were just introduced in the last three movies so it's just a continuous thing yeah it's fed let's so let's i'm gonna break this up into two different conversations we'll do one at a time uh the first conversation is just how does it stack up right is it as good? Is it as popular? And I guess we'll just stick to that. Are they as good? Is it as popular as other pop culture things? So let's, I'm going to try to be as broad and as wide as I can as I ask these questions. I'm going to think of all the different things I can. The obvious comparison to start with is Star Wars. Is yes. the MCU as big and as popular as Star Wars then? And we'll do now. So let's let's start with back in the 70s. Star Wars I out. think Star Wars w- was bigger at that time in the 70s. Um, there's a lot of hype behind them currently, but it's it seems like the hardcore fans kind of fell off, especially on the newer movies. All those new movies make, you know, a billion dollars each or whatever. It doesn't have, like, the passion behind it that it used to. Like, the 70s and 
was it? I think did one of them come out in the eighties? I don't remember exactly. Yeah, but yeah. Just the fact that that was such an important staple in society as a whole. Like, I think we're kind of hitting that same stride yeah, with do the we, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do we think Marvel? Do we think Marvel now is as big, or do we think like peak Marvel? I, I guess I would say. I mean, it's it's not like well, it's been that long. It's since hard to make the comparison because one, like technology has evolved. Uh, theaters have got, I don't know, they've, they've gotten somewhat bigger. There's, you have multiple screen times. I mean, I, I, I don't know, multiple showings. It's just right. people are getting out and going to see these projects a lot more than they used to, which is kind of strange because now we're starting to get, like going back downhill with the streaming services. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Plus COVID didn't help anything there. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, because we're trying to describe something that can't really be described. And that is... Right the pop culture impact of something like I wasn't alive when, you know, Star Wars episode four, as it's now called, um, came out. But what you read and what you see was that it was this big thing, mm-hmm. but like how big was it? And is the MCU that it's big? Hard now? to compare the booms. Yeah. I, I want to say that peak Marvel stacked up against peak Star Wars. Marvel's got the upper hand just because of, maybe reach because the original star Wars started off as like a, not a big thing. It was kind of not, an, obviously it wasn't an independent film, but it was the right. whole budget behind it. Wasn't huge. Not nobody really could predict that success. I think that's an important thing to note on Marvel had a map when they mm-hmm. made their movies because there had been other successful superhero franchises prior to the MCU. Now, star Wars that preceded Star Trek, correct? Or am I off? No, on you're, you're off on that. But either way, it, it's like they, I don't think those two compared the same type of thing. Yeah. So I think the fact that Marvel had a map of what audiences kind of like and what they don't like in the superhero genre, they kind of hit a sweet spot in culture and brought it to just this unimaginable height, these unimaginable heights. But Star Wars it hit the pop. Everybody liked the pop, but there was like nothing to compare it to at the time. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it, it is. It's this idea that like Star Wars got to own a space that at the time only had one thing at a time, right? Um, so like being it smelled like it filled a smaller cup, I guess you'd say, but it filled it more completely. Whereas it feels like and the MCU, maybe the total amount of liquid that's in this container. Maybe more than it used to yeah, be. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's entirely obvious that there is more content and more movies and more shows coming out now than ever before in the history of anything, obviously. Right. That's just how society's been moving forward. So, yeah, I guess in comparison to other things, Star Wars probably, against its own time, was significantly higher than anything else. But if you compare it to say the MCU, if you put it up here, then you still got action movies like the Fast and Furious was huge, or like the yeah. Dark Knight trilogy that was also superheroes. It, it's, it's a weird thing to try and compare. Yeah. Um, so we're going we're gonna to stay in the same idea, but we're going to continue this, this weird discussion. I'm going let's, let's to talk, talk about TV shows. Um, okay. A couple of TV shows come to mind um, yep. that, that like owned the world for their time, right? Yes. Uh, you got Seinfeld, you got yep. Friends, mm-hmm. like a couple of shows that, like, for their time, as much as, like... The Sopranos was... They ran everything back in the day. Yeah, I wonder... I do want... We'll, we'll get to Sopranos. I think... Let's stick with uh, these two because yep, they were, they were mainstream and they were cable television um, sitcoms that I just, like, of their time... Yeah. Did you end up watching the Friends reunion on HBO Max? Uh, yes. So I've seen I when that Jenny's talked about all the time, but I had to go watch it. Um <laughs> so it makes me wonder about like shows like that compared to, you know, as popular as we think a show like WandaVision was in the numbers and bare amount and stuff like that. Um obviously they're not quite the same as like a long lasting ten season thing. But right. the Marvel movies, you know, phase one, two, three. Those lasted as long as Friends did, and it's actually a little longer even now. Um, do we think it's going to have the same, I guess, change of people? Because 
people changed around friends. The way people talk, the way people dress was like, it was less. Well, I mean, friends all you really need to think about me. is if you needed a tutorial on how to work Microsoft back in the 90s, you had Chandler and Jan Anderson, Rachel on the cover of it on like a VCR. And it's like the most 90s thing you can ever see. And it's just the relevance to those characters around the world. Like I, I always knew the show was big, but just watching the reunion and like showing how far their reach went to like these different countries that you would have no idea that friends was so popular in. And all of a sudden it's like this show saved my life. I'm like, man, I did not know the cultural impact that it had until it was brought right to my face. Yeah. So, so I guess in a, not in the same way of the star, the star Wars. I'm not asking you if it, is it as popular because it's hard to compare movies to shows, but I do wonder if, we think the let's say I like to think the snarkiness of Marvel, right? Are like the witty comments that all the superheroes make. Does that change how we as society talk to each other in the same way that like, we pick up the mannerisms are, that we hear? Yes, in, exactly. In, okay. Do you think the mannerisms uh, of the MCU have changed the same way the mannerisms of the Friends characters, you know, kind of change that culture? I don't. I don't think so. I think there's quoting quite a lot. People quote Marvel movies a lot, but I don't think it really changes their mannerisms the same way that Friends did. Because people just saw that, and you're like, okay, this is supposed this is supposed to be my version of what an average everyday person in society that's vaguely popular with friends <laughs> like people like them. So I want to take on their personality traits and bring it to myself when superheroes like as much as everyone likes to be like superheroes no one looks to that and is like i need to be like that in order to be liked i suppose yeah i guess that and that i think that makes sense it feels like that bears it out i don't i don't yeah it's hard to say mostly because you know in covid i haven't been able to hang out with people do anything for long enough but right. either way, it does feel more like people take on tv shows more than they take on characters from movies and maybe that's just for more repetition, you got to see them. I, I think know, it's but. yeah. I think it has a lot to do with the the once a week you show up <laughs> at the same time. You probably get a group of friends that watch Friends when it premieres on Wednesdays or whatever it was at the time, and then they come over to your house and then you talk about it, and then you're at the bar that weekend and you say a funny joke that you heard Chandler say on the side, or you trip like Joey did on the stairs, and you're like, "Ha Did you guys see that? I totally copied that." Yeah. And then your friends get the reference. It's not really something you would. Do yeah, you don't do quite as much from Marvel. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. There's so, and then this discussion is going to go a lot of ways. This next one's going to be. This is a, a super weird question because it doesn't seem like they're related, but they are. Um, we're going to compare Marvel Cinematic Universe to sports. To sports. Uh, to sports. And, okay, and the, the uh, I guess you call it the the big activity that it is um what's the word spectacle the spectacle, the spectacle that is like a big football game right oh you got you know the, the super bowl or it's the spectacle of the super bowl seems like it outweighs any marvel movie but then you think about how much money the marvel movies made that's kind of kind of hard to and say it's, it's, and it's you know right the end game is the super bowl but then it's still like um you know, take a college football game, Alabama versus LSU, which is regular season game. That's like, you know, Black Panther coming out. Right. Agreed. So I I see them in the same way. Um, Do we feel like when a Marvel movie is coming out, do we think it has the same passion and excitement as a big sporting event? or, or, Or is the fact that a sporting event has that live element to it? The live element helps, but I want to say that movies and shows, there's a bigger impact. That's that's the way I'm leaning. Just because like, I'm thinking of the broad amount of like, just people in society. Mm-hmm. How many people care about sports to her compared to how many people like watching the superhero movies or their kids like the superhero movies? But on the other end of the fence, it's like my husband, you know, my husband likes the Super Bowl. But I could care less. I'm just here for the snacks. Right. So it's, it's kind of hard to toss it up there. But at, in my perspective, I think superheroes have a bigger impact. Maybe because that's that's like a repetition thing. Because it, it, the Super Bowl is its own entity. 
yeah. a regular Super season NFL game. Exactly. Yeah. It's so like than- a regular season game, there's going to be way more passion for an episode of WandaVision than Thursday Night Football that week. At least that's my perspective on it. Yeah, I've, I find it interesting. But then I think about it and I look at the shirt you're wearing right now and you're wearing a Lions shirt. Detroit Lions. You're not really a Detroit Lions fan, but absolutely no. My parents got me this shirt. And then I think about, but then I think about if I just had to stop and think, how many people have I walked by who have a Black Panther shirt on, and how many people have I walked by who had a Chicago Bears shirt on, or you know a Chicago Bulls shirt on? It feels that's that's a big thing, just because there's multiple sports. (laughs) There's not multiple MCUs. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, because if you yeah. compare all of sports, where it's like the NFL, NBA, MLB, NASCAR, the WNBA, the, all the soccer leagues, and the Canadian, you know, NHL, whatever, there, there's there's too many of them. Yeah, I guess. And then I think about well, I guess let's ask this and look, take a big name sports play, uh, LeBron, LeBron, and we'll put Iron Man over here, right? Iron Man. Tony Stark is as big as there is in the MCU. LeBron's as right. big as there is in sports. Yes. Um, LeBron's definitely a bigger entity to the world, right? That more people feel more passionate and like know about LeBron than Tony Stark. Would you agree? Maybe. I don't know. Like there's name recognition and then there's passion towards the person. Right. Cause anybody that's seen the Marvel movies <laughs> knows how, like how invested they are in Iron Man as a character. And I mean, I've seen LeBron play basketball on TV, but I'm not a basketball fan. So I don't particularly care for LeBron. I acknowledge that he's one of the greatest to ever play the game, but he's also playing a gar- a game that I don't really care about. Right. So I, uh, yeah, I guess it's hard to take the perspective of a society when I have a very different thing, obviously. Right. Yeah. And obviously it's, you know, we're not the perfect representation of what any individual people I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, as much of a general weird uh, encompassing of this discussion because it is fascinating to me how much Marvel resonates. And I'm curious to know how it stacks up to all these other things that in right, next society. we're going to compare them to Jesus. No, we're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> So Christianity, right there, thing, Christianity right? is as bigger than the MCU. Is it going to stick around? Do we think it's got staying power? <laughs> it's got some legs. It's, it's been around a few hundred thousand, whatever it is. Yeah, has anyone heard of it? Um, yeah. No, but yeah, so it, it's well, so that's I, an interesting one. I'm glad you brought it up. I think, yeah, I think when I think about it, I think a big sporting event, like a big sporting event, right? It's got to be like a big game, a big important one, you know, something important's happening. I think still stands up as well in the pop culture zeitgeist of when a Marvel movie comes out. Like I think about like big game happens, playoff game, uh, Pat Mahomes dominates. Is that going to generate more discussion around the country or is the release of, uh, you know, the incredible Hulk, which isn't come out yet. The incredible Hulk, to, you know, which right. one's going to be a bigger water cooler moment the day after. <laughs> well, then you got to take it in perspective. Other things, too, because it's like, what day? I don't know. What kind of business do you work at? What's what's the typical water cooler right. discussion? Are you always talking about who wins Godzilla or King Kong? Or do you consistently talk about who just won a green jacket in the PGA? Right. Yeah. So I, it feels like they're... I'm, generally the same level though right i I think they're close to on par which is the craziest thing if you really think about it i think an important thing like to any one sports franchise or whatever or league League. then i guess you could compare that to a cinematic universe but comparing all of sports in their thousands of years dating back to the olympics and bcs and all this crazy stuff there's no way that MCU could measure up to all of that. Yeah, you know, you, I mean, you're in, in terms of like history, and like that's part of the Jersey thing is because people have been watching the Chicago Bears for you know 80 years, so that's why the shirts are around a little more. Um, but I do wonder because Marvel, like we said, the thing about Marvel is that it's it's mapped out for so long. It now has shows every yep. you know 
three weeks. Oh off yeah, this is our last show. episode before uh, before oh, good old Loki. Loki comes out this Wednesday. We're very excited for that. Yeah, Everybody exactly. tune into Disney Plus. So I do wonder if like if Marvel's around 20, 30 years from now, if they can get to the level of like the sports teams that have been around for a long time, um, in those kind of weird like will people like root for Iron Man the same way they root for a sports team or the just well, the fact that Iron Man is dead, so it's gonna be well, hard to root for dead Iron Man. Okay, well, I still you know, come back. Root for Spider Man. Now we're talking. We're we gonna root for, for Spider Man and LeBron, and LeBron got eliminated. I uh, you know every every Laker fan salty. That's true. Um, so yeah. Well, well, it's just interesting to me that I think they're on the same. I think it's crazy that we could have this talk and it's not a wash. Yeah, it's I think not that's the fun like, part of it. Yeah, football probably has like more overall yeah. fans, probably. I but agree. Mm-hmm. It's probably closer than we would think, and I think Marvel is as big as it comes right now. Um, yeah. I don't think this one. I think this one will be a little easier. Uh, we're going to talk politics. Oh, good. In a weird way. We're going to talk about this in a weird way. And just in the um, choose a side kind of world. Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of just sticking to Marvel now, we're going to have to pick another side. Let's stay within the MCU, actually. Just so I don't want to get into I don't, I don't want to get into the Marvel versus DC thing. Oh well, so, let it be known that I have been and ever ever will be a bigger DC fan than Marvel. Yet I am the co-host on this Marvel podcast because yeah. I also love Marvel. Yeah, um, but like this idea, right? Politics is a lot of like choosing the side you like, but also like certain people on certain sides kind of well, have these. Iron Man versus Cap could be one. Right, you could that's, and that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking of is is this, this style of, you know, as politics has these rising people who in our consciousness become a big deal and then aren't a big deal. Um, do we think characters in the MCU are going to have that same sort of like, like feverish fandom? That's like, Oh, just, I love, I'm going to say, I almost said black. Well, if you go to any comic con, there are definitely fans like that already. Currently you get in the Batman versus Superman discussion. That's uh that's a pretty heated one to ever hit a comic con with. But the overall population, I think it, it. I don't think it's ever quite going to get to the divisiveness of political office. You, yeah, think. right. You don't think the general populace of people are ever going to really care how good Wolverine movies do compared to how good Spider-Man movies do, right? Right. I don't. One, I don't think so. Yeah, because I feel. I guess, and because they don't, they do kind of compete because they. Well, there's also a, a winner in politics, at least for four years. So that's something to think about as well. Is there's stakes? If the, if you're talking Captain America versus Iron Man, is like what are the what are the stakes? They both get three really cool movies, and then you just argue over which one's better. But if right. you're going Democrat or Republican, one of them's going to win the presidency. I guess yeah. At the end of the day, you have to choose in politics. You don't have right. to choose exactly. um, in terms of movies. But yeah, so I, and it's, I just think the idea, the idea of general love, general love for characters, slash and how that figures. impacts how we watch movies. Like, uh, there's I want to see, we I haven't seen it yet. I want to see a like. flip. I want to see a Marvel character do a complete 180. They hinted at just Hawkeye going Ronin. I just, I just want some, someone to just entirely flip who they are. They're going to become a villain now. I want to see it. Come like a big like, name, and they're going to be like, I am evil now. Just come I just out want to see what rock. happens. The Rock huh? is mid, just come out like The Rock mid-match and then just heel turn on everybody. And yeah, heel turn. <laughs> he was the best at that. And just work it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I would like to see a little more I'd like to see a little more divisiveness. That's the, the thing in the, the MCU so far is that it's it's either Not very black and white. Enough. Yeah, it's either, it's either very black or white or too much like, oh, we understand both sides, but like no, I want contentious. Like, damn it, Zemo. That would be popular. That, I think that would really do well. I think that just people are going to get real heated about each other, saying but, which team should win. Like they tr- they kind of did it in Civil War, but it never actually turned into a this team versus this team. Why don't they just film two endings to a movie and then just let us all vote on who wins and then release I, that movie? I'm on board with that. 
Nah, that would be insane, but it would be I have someday, you know, 20 years they, from now. You know what? Why haven't they done something like that? Do very much like do we kill Jason Todd from the comics? They need yeah. to do that, but MCU, and then at the end of the movie, you have like you'd have to have a very like specific one that like nobody could like spam tweet something, but you'd have to be able to like tweet this movie or this movie and which one's gonna come next. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That that would be crazy. That's awesome. I have to think about it. All right. All right, so, Peggy, I want to see um, it. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send it out to him. We'll see, like, hey, it can't cost that much to film two movies, right? Well, the, the, the better part is, like, you could do it far enough in advance because this thing has such longevity. You could just put that there and then in four years make the movie that won. Yeah. It's not like, like you have to take the time to make both, though people would be upset. That's yeah, you could, you could, like, the the Eternals come out and be, hey, everyone pick your favorite Eternal. They get a, they get a spinoff. Well, that's what they do. Like, uh, 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 Bat in the Sun, Superpower Beat Dumb, they started always putting the alternate ending because they were just getting crapped on by so many fans and stuff, so they just filmed both endings. Yeah. Okay, well, this actually, funny enough, this kind of segues me into the, the last one I really was thinking about, um, and that's video games. So I've been playing Mass Effect uh, a ton. They had a, a legendary release, so they released the, uh, the whole trilogy, and I was I thinking about how big nuts. of a deal that was um, when it was originally coming out, and then you know how big of a deal like Mass Effect Three was. Um, and I wonder, video games never feel like they've quite made it to the same level of Marvel. But then I think about Call of Duty, Minecraft, um, you know, games like that, Fortnite. Yeah, but if you go just to DC, like the Arkham games were so hyped. They were some of the biggest games in the world, at least Ar- like Arkham Knight, because it had two previous games that just had all this hype behind it. I think uh, Marvel just hasn't really gotten their feet too wet with it. The, saying that, they made Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Both of those games were amazing. I really want to play the third one, but it's a Switch exclusive, so I'm not going to buy a Switch to play one game. But I have the new Avengers game, and I just recently, like a week ago, started playing it again, and I bought it on release, so it's... It, it's an okay game. Yeah. No, I do. And I I would like to see Marvel make more games. Yes. But I do wonder about the, like, again, that emotional, this is more like a, can Marvel movies and shows create the same sort of emotional commitment that I think, and it's weird to say, like, that video games do, but they do in a different way. Um, I was playing Mass Effect again, and I was like, I love Mass Effect so much more than I love any single Marvel show or movie or anything. Um, and it might just be because it's a video game and it has that inherent. Yeah. That's something I've really it. noticed more recently. Cause I previous, like even prior to COVID, I really wasn't much of a gamer. I didn't play much, but now because we were stuck at home for so long, I started playing a little bit more. I'm like, I kind of get it now. Like I get it. I get why people like this so much. Cause you're, you're in the story. You're like, involved you're immersed in everything and it kind of just ter- turns your mind off to exactly what's going on and while the movies and the shows can do that for a couple hours you put a hundred hours into each of those mass effect games you got 400 hours of your life that you have invested in this so yeah how many times do I have to watch marvel you know the marvel movies to catch up even though like oh you know a whole watch through of all of them has been a lot of hours it's a lot of hours but, but- nothing compared to a video game and how much time you invest in a game or multiple games in that scenario. But I suppose more people have watched Marvel than have played any set of video games, really. Mm-hmm. I would have more... Maybe? I don't know. Call of Duty's pretty huge right now. I mean, I don't play much of Call of Duty, but they've been around for quite a while, and they keep releasing games, and that's pretty popular around the world, but so are the Marvel movies, so I don't know. Anyway... Yeah. Someone, someone, comment down below if you're an expert in both, and you just want to give us the real numbers. Because yeah, I would love to just know like an actual like. I'm never going to do the research to figure it out, but if someone else does it, I'd be pumped to. Right, I probably could. You probably could like Google how many PlayStation fours were bought, how many Xbox three, you know, Xbox ones were bought, Mm -hmm. and then versus how many Marvel tickets. Um, But it's yeah, it's fascinating to me to think these different, all these, and that's the the best part I think to end this this sort of discussion is that so many of these things get to run concurrent 
of each other, right? I get yeah. to watch a you know sporting event on Thursday and still love Marvel when I watch a Marvel thing well, on Friday. You got Loki on Wednesday, and then you watch yeah. football on Thursday. And then yeah, and then boom, Friday I get to load up Mass Effect, and and you know it all gets to. It all gets to run concurrently, so none of it's competing. It's such a cool time to be alive, but at the same time, there's so much stuff to do that we don't accomplish nearly as much as we should. No, we don't. But I love it anyway. Yeah, it's still fun. Um, I guess the last question I have then is, as all these different things are in, I guess in a way, they're all stories, right? Friends right. and video games and even a sporting event is sort of a, a story you're watching play out live. Um, just in terms of like how actually good it is, how good do you think Marvel is? The story that is told, like the emotional ride you get to go on, how does it stack up to the great pop culture things of all time? Do you think it's like is it does it, is it as good as Friends or interesting Star Wars thing? I think the Marvel movies are forced to play it safer in a lot of regards. So you can have like a gut wrenching episode of a sitcom that will make you cry if you're a human, but they can only do so much in the Marvel movies for it to be accepted. Like the death of Iron Man was a huge deal, obviously, but there's still all these other characters to mess around with. And like, that was the end of the movie, and then you're on to the next movie, and you just keep moving forward. And, like, TV shows, I don't know, in my perspective, watching TV or long-based stories, they, I, I get more emotionally invested than I do in the Marvel what about Cinematic books? Universe. What about books? Let's throw books in there. As, like, do we... Cause you're, you're yeah, books? That, uh, yeah. <laughs> you books. think TV just is inherently a better media for storytelling? than movies well books are better than both you think books are better than both <laughs> yeah i mean if it's a well-written book like you, you're just you're way more invested in anything like i got a lot more upset when one of the weasley twins died in the books than i did watching it in the movies and that's just because i had hours and hours more time reading the books than his appearances on the movies okay yeah it's well and that and we kind of brought it up with video games right there they have their own storytelling mm. methods as well and some of them right the the weird thing about video games is that they kind of you're the both character story, they're both storytelling because you're part of it but it goes on these weird like not part of the story rants like call of duty you're not telling a story the whole time a lot of time you're just shooting at shooting other people online yeah um whereas i think like movies and tvs and books are like always centrally focused on the story that's being told I think Marvel's is. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is as good as any of them. I, you know, when I think about Godfather, Godfather, my favorite movie of all time. I love it so much; it's super great. Um, and I think about like the slow. That's such a slow burn of a movie. Um, but I think Civil War stacks up to me as just as okay. good. Like storytelling and you know emotional characters changing could you imagine the payoff game of thrones could have had if they did well in that last season yeah, like no yeah that would have been a huge one like if they would have done that i don't know in a way everybody liked it at the end there it would be so much more of a cultural icon for the rest of time than it's right. going what to be a now. weird and that's another thing i think about marvel is in some ways, Endgame was the end of what I think a lot of people will consider Marvel. That's the that's that's always... a no, that's a very interesting point. I've had friends literally tell me, like close friends that are superhero fans, they're like, "I haven't watched a single Marvel project since Endgame, including the second Iron Man." I know that's it. It, it blows my mind because I always want to see new things, but at the same time, I could see where they're coming from. It's the end of the Infinity Saga. You already invested all this time. You think the story wrapped up in a pretty bow. Yeah, so, you could move on if you want to, but I do wonder if if it continues, and they like the end, whatever the end of the MCU is, if it fizzles and just sucks. I wanted, I was going to touch change. on that. Like, are they going to lose steam? But it's hard to say because they're they're again the longevity. There, there's a new generation coming, 
every year. Like every year, more kids are born. And obviously the babies aren't watching the MCU, but the kids that were previously five and just, you know, playing with toys, now they're six. They're a little bit smarter. They can pay a little bit more attention to the Marvel movies. And you just keep moving forward. And like you got generations, you got waves that it's going to keep coming. So yeah. I don't I don't know if it's really good. Like it might lose steam, but is it ever going to fizzle out entirely? I don't think so unless they pull the plug. Well, that's the the so yeah, that's such a fascinating part of the MCU, I think, is it's already lasted longer than almost everything we've already discussed today, right? Right. Outside mm-hmm. of sports. Which um, can't really be sports because it and, started sooner. And, well, and because sports every year is a live new thing. There's no script, there's no character like the character right, just play it out um, on the field so, so that one there's no reason that sports would ever end but like all these other shows and movies and game of thrones and friends and all this stuff has like a very short window and marvel's already exceeded those windows yeah and like and that, how if it doesn't, it doesn't make sense how they happens. do it well like, huh? if it, that's what i'm curious like what what we will see it as if it never stops if, well, that's, four, if 30 years from now, it's still just Marvel going three or four movies a year and a few TV shows a year. And it's does it go from being a pop culture thing of it's in the same likeness of a big show like Game of Thrones? Or does it like start to create its own sub genre of pop culture? That's it's so it's something so that just never stops. That's that's interesting because I brought it up earlier, like Star Trek to my knowledge, has never really stopped. There's always a spinoff or a new movie, and it's been going on for quite a long time, and it has a fan long base. Gaps, though. But longer gaps than Marvel, where like yeah, if Marvel keeps enough. up doing what it's doing, if you're releasing at least something every year, that's unprecedented by anything else in me. Like, I think no, I know. I, I was I was just touching on the fact I that know. like that one has longevity and it still has a pretty impressive fan and base. And there's things. I guess the only thing that this is actually this pops my head. The only thing that I can think of that even remotely compares to Marvel is actually Mario, and huh. like the te- like the only thing that really like has something new virtually every year and constantly is just the same pop culture thing forever is Mario, um, and he's been around longer, so like Marvel would have to keep doing it, but even. Characters like Link and all these other super famous video game characters. I was going to hit Batman because Batman's like since his debut in, you know, Detective Comics, he just, he's remained a cultural icon through it all. There's been roles here and there. Singularity of Batman is a good one too, that he's, Mm -hmm. he's unique, like a single character that's going through where Mario seems like, like, it seems like it's a game. It's the same thing going on. But yeah, Mario, Batman's an interesting one. Like I said, like that's what I think that I, that's something that the MCU might take. If it goes on for another 30 years, I don't think they're just going to keep introducing new characters and then like never going back to the old ones. I think they're going to be like that. That's the thing about the multiverse now is like, Oh, now we can pull Captain America all over again, but this one's a different actor. And now we got cap again. And now he's going to join these new adventures and, even though Tom Holland knew the old Captain America, now he's got to work with the new Cap. And it, I mean, another Steve Rogers, I suppose, because we do have a new Cap. Right. Yeah, I got but it. I meant Steve Rogers himself. You could pull it from a multiverse, like a younger Steve Rogers comes into the fray in, you know, seven years when they run up new characters to throw in. They're like, okay, let's bring in a new Captain America and then just constantly refresh its own cycle. It's kind of a crazy thought. Yeah, to have a single continuity last this long um, is definitely crazy. I mean, Star Wars has been doing it, but like you said, there's these big, long gaps of time between them. Um, so, I don't know. I'm fascinated by the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm fascinated by what it it has already accomplished in pop culture and like what it will be. If it gets so long that, like you said, fizzles out, but like, what does that mean? If it, is it still playing? Is there still thousands of, you know, millions of people? Is it it will it become a sports team thing where just now everyone's just repping Captain America shirts because I mean, MCU's yeah. been around for 40 years. Yeah, well, the Detroit Lions is a perfect example. What was the last time we were ever good at sports? Probably not for a while, and yet there's still these diehard fans that have been around forever, and they're right. never going away until they die, and then the next generation comes up, and yeah. then they're going to be disappointed until they die. 
This so is specific might, to the Lions. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, but that's exactly right. So it, maybe that's how the MCU will differentiate itself from other big pop culture moments of life. It's just by pure longevity. Like It'll be able to be like, yeah, we used to be in the same field as Friends or Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones only lasted seven years, never really made a comeback. Lord of the Rings, oh yeah, Lord of the Rings was great, big. Harry Potter was great and big. Um, but like, if Marvel can go 25 more years, it's just going to have a different, it's just going to be able to say, hey, yeah, but we had a longer impact, which will make the overall impact bigger. Yeah, the the pure spectacle and the just path forward of the MCU is ridiculous to think about. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, all right. That was a, an interesting discussion, a fun discussion, like you said. Uh, next week, we're going to have to get back into reviewing shows. We're super pumped for Loki. Um, guys, we're so excited for the movies to come out. Uh, but just okay. we got, I got one other topic if we want to touch on something else. We're yeah, we could throw four mark. We could well, throw the topic out. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a quick fun one. I don't think it's going to take too much discussion because I think our answer is going to be similar. But Batman with with yeah, I do love Batman. Now, I'm more of a Joey guy. <laughs> no, so say we throw like the the mutants are coming. That's confirmed. Yes, X Men mutants. And which version of the X Men do we want to see? Premiere in the MCU first. Uh, boom, easy. Nineties cartoon done. Nineties cartoon. That's a good point. But uh, just looking at it in a way, the original X Men was the stupid outfits, the non-furry beast. You had Angel on the team. Uh, Iceman looked like glue. And then you got the classic like nineties cartoons. You got that set of people in Jean Grey and uh, Gambit's in there sometimes. And you got Rogue. Yeah. But then the more modern ones, they throw in characters like Emma Frost and like this person like. Uh, for, for, I think X two three is a big deal now in the comics, where it's Wolverine's daughter now. Yeah, no, actually, this is an interesting discussion because there's the you know we did the whole Evan Peters thing and how's that going to work and um if I had and to the choose, Deadpool's there <laughs> if I had to choose for myself, the only person I would keep is Deadpool as the Deadpool he is, and I would just I would love to go full '90s cartoon like. I want to see the X-Men, like, it's going to be multiple stuff. Actually, I was at work the other day. I think it was like Thursday at work or Friday at work. I started singing that song. I was like, na And I was like, what is that? Couldn't remember it. Gator was like, "I, dude, I don't know. I was like, yeah, but it's something famous. He's like, I don't know if I've ever heard it. You've heard it. I don't know. Uh, Did Gator watch X Men? I, I don't know. know. But it took me a while. I figured it out after like doing it a few more times. I had it, it. but um, yeah, I would like them to go full. Like you could even be like, you, not. I don't want them to be cartoons, but I want them to come in from a different universe. I want them to be wearing bright colored suits. I want a short Wolverine. I want yep. like a super hairy saber tooth. You know what I mean? I'm talking like yeah. I want it to be full, just. Off the embrace, wall, like embrace the origin. It's the X Men. It's very weird, but like the fact that they came from a different universe can like make it make sense that they're not. Yeah, that's an interesting point. They're like they could make look as ridiculously as they want. Be like, yeah, but we're from a different universe, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah it's and true. then they just continue to wear their ridiculous things. That'd be a fun way to do it. Yeah, it's like I don't know why Iron Man looks so realistic. Uh, our Iron Man looks weird and brightly All colored. Right. And a lot what of are they doing though? Are they doing? One at a time, same as they did with the movies, where one character pops in here, one character pops in there. Are they doing a big reveal where you get like eight of them at once? Yes, I wanted to. Well, the reveal itself, I'm fine with being like a single character at like an end of the movie or whatever. But I want like, I want there to be an X Men movie. I want it to be like agreed a team of X Men. They show up. There's a whole movie. I want them to be the team. I want that to be like the majority of them all come at once. Um, I want it to be the classic team of Cyclops and Jean Grey and, you know, Kitty Pride and Wolverine. Kitty Pride and probably Professor X in the yeah. background. Storm, obviously. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, you know, maybe have it be a whole weird story about, I don't know, Jubilee or something. Who knows what's going on there? But Man, if they put Jubilee in, I'll be surprised. I mean, she was a favorite in the cartoon, but the, the actual spectacle of her powers is pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> fireworks, dude. People love fireworks. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I know. But 
she's on Marvel Strike Force, which you guys know how much I love. You, you did let them know. I, uh, I, I agree. I think uh, you throw in one or two X Men at the end of a movie, and then you're like, we have a threat, or they just, or the movie of how they got to the MCU, or something along those lines. I think that'd be a, a good way to do it. I think there needs to be a like a slow build with a couple of guys, but I don't want them. The, the only thing I was, the only reason I brought it up is because I don't want them to be like, okay, you got one X Men and Loki, you got one X Men and Doctor Strange in the multiverse, you got one in Captain Marvel two, and then just yeah, you're right. Now you got Avengers five, but it's actually an X Men movie, and that would just annoy me because I you're want right. at least yeah, I just want a team at once. Yep, I agree with that. I agree with that one hundo. I don't want a slow one at a time build because it'll just annoy me. Everyone will be, everyone will be hyped when it happens. Like, oh my god! But then by like the third one, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Cyclops. That's great. I'm yeah, kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. Ah, so, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you liked our weird discussion a little bit. Uh, make sure to comment. You know, like, subscribe, share it around, but also join us on our Facebook group, Marvel Stuff Podcast. Um, let us know what you thought. Did you think it was it was interesting to go off the cuff and just talk about who knows what? Um, obviously, yeah, the next is, few what, weeks. This is, one be, of our, this is definitely our first episode that we literally went off the cuff. We're like, let's just have a discussion related to Marvel because the top 10 things was probably getting a little stale. And yeah, no, we and didn't it, have any new material to hit on. So we'll get to revive them once again. Like I said, once Loki goes through, we'll start back up with more. But we'll try a couple of these things again. That's what I was just going to say. If they, if they enjoy this, I think it'd be fun to do these every once in a while, other than doing the episode reviews. Well, let us know. Uh, but obviously next week we'll be back for Loki. Uh, yeah. And that'll be great. Loki. So Let's go. thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out today. Uh, but of course, most importantly, just try not to have too much fun without us. All right. <laughs>